Hey guys, it's Jackie and Nicole. We're back with another week of storytelling, goofing off, and random shenanigans, but we're We're not not even even that funny. funny. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Hi, guys. What is up with you guys today? (laughs) We're super excited to be. What's happening? Oh, nothing. (laughs) Dude. Okay, so we're just gonna jump right into it today. <laughs> um, Nicole and I haven't seen each other in five, five days? days? Question mark. Five, four days. Yeah, like, like four days, four sleeps. We haven't seen each other in four sleeps. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you're just getting it today. So <laughs> welcome to the party. Oh my. Okay, Jackie. So you left everyone on a cliffhanger. I did. As to. What's what's up with you? What's up with your <laughs> your drink today? Okay, my friends, um, buckle up because it's an interesting one. So I am drinking, unfortunately, iced coffee because um, this is the one thing I'm going to share about my Lent Lenten promise. But I am fasting from all liquids but water, with the exception of black coffee, because I like my coffee, but. I like it differently. I like it with that watery almond milk. If you're here from the first episode, then you know what's up. You mean runny almond runny. milk. Runny. <laughs> runny. Yeah, no chunky oat milk for us. <laughs> um, yeah, so I am drinking iced coffee today. Give us a little sip, and then you're... Mmm. Delicious. Mmm. <laughs> yummy. It's not that bad. It could be worse. So, shout out GCBC for my coffee on tap, (laughs) my friends. Nicole, what do you got going on? Okay, so this week we actually got a drink. Well, we didn't get a drink request. Like, we asked the barista um, there what I should get, and he recommended a lemonade with lemon. It's this B-O-T, something is something with tea, because, like, when he mixed it, it looked a little dark. And oh, then really? It, yeah. Oh. And then it also had passion fruit flavoring and lavender. So this could go one of two ways. Either really good or just not my my thing. So let's let's give it a nice oh. stir. <laughs> not bad. Really? Not bad. It, like, the way it, like, flows, if that makes sense, like, when the consistency oh. is a little, a little. Is it thick? It's kind of thick. It'd be like if I were to think something has gelatin added into it. Like that kind of... Maybe it's turmeric. Or what is... No. Um, mom's like... She's like, no. <laughs> but it's, it's actually pretty good. It's really refreshing, which is, I think, what I needed. Not coffee today. Because if I yeah. had coffee, I'd be like, wow. How's the breath after? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Explain to them while I take this. Okay, so Nicole and I both have this thing where, like, after you drink a drink like the breath after like can be really like you know like like a minty like but like not mint you know yeah like, it's like i don't know how to explain it like i don't know how to put it into words so sometimes like you know, like when you have a coffee and you like take a sip and then that like, little breath it gives you that like that after kick like it's, much, it's the aftertaste that's what the little breath is <laughs> this one it's good it's a refreshing sweet little breath okay so let us move on to funnies and not so funnies. Nice. So, so my funny has to do with the fact, so 
Jackie went home this weekend, and so did I, because, like, what else was I going to do, you know? <laughs> but no, I really needed to go home. I hadn't been home in a while. So when I went home, I didn't tell anyone that I was going home. Um, so I show up, I left here at, like, 6.50 a.m. So I got home around, like, 9.30-ish. And, oh, my gosh. Like, so I, I opened the door, and I have dogs, and there wasn't any dogs out yet. So I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm guessing my brother's still asleep or he's in class because he's a senior in high school, so he has virtual classes and all that. Shout out, JJ. Yes. So then I opened the door and the, well, first, yeah, I opened the door and the dogs were like barking. I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to scare him if, if he's asleep. So I do it and I look at him, like I can see him through the crack and the homeboy's about to punch me, like about to beat me up. And I was like, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. <laughs> don't, don't beat me up. But he said that it was... He got scared because it wasn't, like, I wasn't my dad's silhouette, and I didn't have the same oh. hairline, like, the part that my mom had. So he's like, it was someone I didn't know who was. He's like, I was ready to fight someone. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my funny. My not-so-funny, It's I mean, it's not completely bad. It's just, like, you'll get why it's not so funny. So Jacob bought the David Jobert puzzle. And they just oh, no. came in. I'm scared. So we got it out, and, like, all of us got together, and we're starting to work on it. But, like... What the, the part of it that's not so funny is how difficult that puzzle is. Wait, really? We spent hours on it and we didn't finish it, so it's not even done yet. And I had to leave and come come back to campus. No. So that's my not so funny of this week. Jackie, tell us about how your week has been. What's your funny? What's your not so funny? Okay, so to preface, Nicole and I are watching the show called Big Sky on ABC. And it is about these two young girls that get kidnapped by a trucker. And um, so I went home this weekend and Catherine had to drive me around the whole weekend because I didn't have my car because I flew in to, to town. <laughs> um, so we were sitting in her car at nighttime and this was literally last night and it was like maybe 10, it was past 10 so it was anywhere between 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock at night and we were sitting in our car and then all of a sudden we see this like trailer (laughs) it's not a trailer it is a big rig a semi truck okay we saw a semi truck coming towards us and i was like okay like this is weird because i live like i don't live in the suburbs but like it's definitely not like the main city so i live in a neighborhood and like you don't see that like happening so i was really confused and then all i could think of was the show and (laughs) i was so scared and um then like the man driving the truck he started driving towards us and he like flashed his lights and that's when i got really scared and i was like oh my gosh like it's gonna happen like right now so i was like catherine like put your put your keys in the ignition and like we are getting out of here but she just started, like, driving slowly, so then she wasn't, like, accelerating, and, like, we didn't zoom off or anything, but um, the man in the truck, he got out, and then he asked us for directions, which, like, doesn't really make sense, because, like, he should know, like, he should have had a GPS or, like, a map or something, but he asked us, and, like, that was really scary, but, like, now it's funny, because, like, (laughs) I'm safe and, like, I'm fine, but it reminded me of my show, um, so... That was scary, <laughs> scary. But on the topic of traveling, my not so funny, Nicole doesn't even know yet. <laughs> I'm excited to hear this. So 
We weren't running late to the airport, but, like, I didn't have, like, a strenuous amount of time to, like, get there. So, like, it was, like, kind of beefy. But um, (laughs) I had, I think, like, 30 minutes before I boarded, and I was in gate D. And when I went on the escalator to go to gate D and to go through TSA... It was closed. Gate D was closed. Like, that TSA gate was closed. So then I had to, like, book it all the way to gate C. And then, like, I think I sat down for five minutes before we boarded the Oof. flight. And, like, I didn't know where gate C was. So I had to find gate C. And then once I was through TSA, through gate C, then I had to find gate D again. And I had to, like, walk from one side of the airport to the next side of the airport to the other side back again. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. And I was like freaking out. I was like, I'm gonna miss my flight. Like, this is it. But it was okay. And then, like, it ended up working out because I'm like, on my own row. Oh, okay. So (laughs) I was chilling. So you guys will see a little little picture of that (laughs) soon. Oh, it, whatever. It's already up. So you guys can look at that. You guys already saw a picture um, of that action. But speaking of traveling. Today, we are going to be talking about traveling. All things traveling. Traveling um, by foot, by car, by plane. The whole nine yards. Um, Yeah. So, on my Instagram, I made a poll because I was wondering, like, how do people travel? Like, am I the only one that travels by foot? Or do other people travel by foot, too? You know? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, I put a poll and I asked um, who travels by plane and who travels by car, and 43% said they travel by plane, and then 57% said they travel by car. And then, I don't know what Nicole, I don't even know if you voted. Yeah, I, I voted. Did. I put car. You put car? Yeah. I put plane. But I think it depends, because like... But like, when you think about it, the majority of your traveling is by plane. Like, yeah. you're big traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're really excited to talk about this. Also, side note... Um, side note, Catherine really wants you to share about your traveling life hack with the plastic baggies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I really, when I pack, I pack pretty intentionally because when she packs, she packs. Because, <laughs> okay, so preface, like backstory. When I was younger, I, so okay, when I originally lived in Arizona, that's like where all my family's from. And then we moved to Vegas for seven years. So for seven years, once a month, we made we made a trip back to Arizona. So it's a five hour trip back and forth, back and forth, once a month. So I got really good at packing. So tip number one, I learned from Isaac once he came back from the Marines. <laughs> um, he rolls his clothes. So it makes everything so much more compact, which that's tip number one. Tip number two that I learned, when you're traveling with liquids, number one, if you can't, okay. I don't really know how to describe this. Honestly, might put it on the Instagram story to like, so keep an eye out. Okay. But I'm gonna verbally ex- describe it. And I'll and put then. a highlight. We'll put a highlight for a traveling pack. <laughs> so you have your, so let's say it's a body lotion, like a body wash. Like the, like the little ones from Bath and Body Works. You take off the cap and then you put a Ziploc bag, open it, you put it over so that it's like covering it. You hold it, and then you put the lid back on on top of the Ziploc bag. So with that, 
there's going to be no spillage. You'll never have shampoo or conditioner all over your baggage anymore. Spillage. <laughs> What's wrong with spillage? Nothing. <laughs> um, so then you'll have that, and it won't leak anywhere. And you can do the same thing. Like, when I moved to college, I did the same thing, but with um, shrink wrap for all my, like, cleaning supplies. Like, my Windex, my, like, all that jazz. So, yeah, that's my little two cents on packing. There's actually a lot. So, if you guys want to know, let me know, and I will share how to pack. Also, Carrie told me that, um, like, when I packed my stuff, when I was moving to college, Carrie helped me, like, put my clothes in, like, my boxes and stuff, Mm -hmm. and he had me put them sideways. So, I would fold my clothes, like, normal, and you fold it in half one more time, turn it to the side, and then you'd stack it. Yeah. And you stack it, like, um, vertically instead of, like, stacking it horizontally on each other. We'll put that hack <laughs> on the Instagram highlights, too, for you guys. You're going to get it. <laughs> okay, Nicole. So. My traveling. Okay, so I already touched base on it. I did a lot of traveling by car when I was in my early, late elementary, early middle school. In my early 40s. Yeah, my early 40s. <laughs> um, during that time, it was a lot of traveling by car. But my story from today is coming from the one trip that included a plane. Um, (laughs) So um, this was summer after my seventh grade year. So going into eighth grade year, I got invited to go to like this summer camp thingy. And I, that required me to fly from Las Vegas, Nevada, all the way to San Francisco. So I had to go on a plane, and my, my mom and my dad weren't going to come with me, so I had to go on a plane by myself. First time on a plane, and it was by myself. So, um, both airports are huge international airports. Like, they're they're pretty big. I don't know about the one that you go like to. Like an LAX, kind of? I've never been to LAX. Oh. But it... It, it has to be, like, Yeah, it has to be huge. So... I go from the big one, which I have my mom with me, super fun. She, like, watch, She like takes me to the gate. She sits there and waits for me. I get onto the flight and um, start a traumatic, never, not traumatic, just a little dramatic. <laughs> Trauma! <laughs> I get on the plane, and I only have carry-ons because my mom didn't want me to have to worry about mm. getting my luggage from luggage claim, which is actually really smart. smart. So I have my little carry-on. It's, like, a suitcase, and then I have my backpack with me. And I'm going to my, um, my seat. And keep in mind, when I was in seventh grade, I was 12, 11, 12, one of the two. So I wasn't too strong. Um, I had to figure out how to get my luggage <gasps> no. all the way up to the top. So I literally was like, how am I supposed to do this? I was like flipping out. But then this kind of little, like, he's not little, he's actually huge. Like this gentleman came and was like, do you want me to put put your luggage up for you i was like yes please so he puts it up and then i got super super blessed so i wanted an inside seat but my mom didn't want me to be on the inside in case there was like some creepy guy that was next to me i was on the aisle seat but i got the road myself so i got to look out the window super nice and then i was like towards the back of the plane because of the cheaper flights Mm -hmm. or the cheaper tickets so i was in the back of the plane and there's like this whole like posse of adults that were like watching over me like this married couple they made sure i like knew where i was going stuff like that and the the guy that like had my luggage he made sure like i got it like when we landed he took it down for me so that was like super super nice i got off the plane and with this program they told me we're gonna have a, a pair of people they're gonna be dressed exactly like this this is their names they're gonna pick you up at your gate i was like okay facts so I go out and there's no one. No. There's no one there for me. No. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I was like trying to like go through all the papers because at that time I think I 
had just gotten a phone. So, like, I didn't really have, like, you know, like, all of that saved on my phone or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, no one's here. I can't call my mom. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm lost in the San Francisco no. International no. Airport. No. And I'm like, bro, what the heck? So, I was like, on another thing, it said that they will meet by baggage claim. So, I was like, okay, compose yourself, Nicole. You've got this. You're going to go to baggage claim. Oh, my and gosh, you're gonna... and you were so young. Yeah. Oh, heck and no. I was like, okay. I can do this. So I go to baggage claim and I look around and there's no one again with those like color, like the, like they said how they were going to be dressed. And I was like, you're kidding me. So I'm like crying. Like I almost cried. Nicole's crying in the club. I'm crying in the club. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, bro, I'm literally lost. And I was going to spend a whole week there. So I was like, I don't have a flight home for another week. What am I going to do? <laughs> you're just in the airport for a week. <laughs> You can't bow. You're like, yeah, this is it. This is how it's gonna go. <laughs> so, like, there was this. I like randomly found this number at the bottom of one of like the sheets, and it says, "In an emergency, call this number." So I called, and she's like, "Okay." And I told her the whole situation, and she's like, "Stay right where you are. Tell me how you're dressed, and I will send someone to you." And I was like, "Okay, for sure." So then I'm like, you know, almost crying, and I just stayed there. And then, and then they ended up finding me. I'm like, oh my gosh, we totally forgot to go meet you at your gate. You were like, so there's like a whole bunch of us that they were picking up. There was oh. like a group of 14 of us, but all of us had different times, mm-hmm. like that we were all coming in, and they just forgot to go to my gate to go pick me up. So then, Stop. I would have yeah. thrown hands. But then my flight. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh no. Should I talk about my flight home? Yeah. Okay. The whole week goes fine, and but yeah, the whole week. And then we're going back. So then we have one person assigned to three students to get back home. So it's me, another girl, and another guy. The girl, her flight was super easy. We got her to her gate. We dropped her off. Because pretty much it was get to your gate and you get dropped off. So, and then there was me and the other guy. And we had half an hour between our flights. And his was first. And then we get an alert from his phone that his flight was coming earlier. So we're like, oh my gosh. And he was on the international side of the flight. Of like the the uh, terminal of the airport of the airport, so we like run over to get him to international. But luckily his mom's there, so we drop him off. But by the time we get there, my flight, my boarding time was in three minutes, and we had to get <gasps> no, all Nicole. the way no. to the Did you other run? Side. Did you run? Yes, we ran. We were those people in the movies. So we were. Running. Did you throw your luggage and then you're like, no, like you know, Good Luck Charlie. Oh yes, when the dad like throws <laughs> Mia. But no, we, we didn't, we didn't. Mia? Charlie, you mean? Wait. But then they have another baby, right? Mia. Oh, wait, no. The actress's name is Mia. <laughs> they throw Mia. <laughs> so we're running to get to my, my gate so I can, like, you know, board. And we get there, and then we get a, a text that my flight was delayed 15 minutes. So we're both, like, <gasps> like sitting there, like, Bro, what a godsend. So then she stayed with me. She was like, you've been through a lot. I will stay with you until your flight comes. And it ended up being that my flight was delayed by like 45 minutes. So she stayed with me. And then I got on the flight. And um, the rest is history. My, my mom picked me up from the airport and it was chilling. <laughs> so that was my one experience with flying. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, Jackie, let us start with your <laughs> story. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> you've never heard this, so you're in for it. Okay. And, like, I don't think anyone really knows that this happened to me, but, like, 
Like, I don't think my mom knows. So, my mom's going to hear this for the first time. She's like, like you cry. you tell me about this? <laughs> um, okay. So, to preface, I went home a lot for a semester of my freshman year of college. I was going to say high school. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. Um, so, I went home a lot freshman year um, for a semester. And I went home for homecoming football game because that's a really big thing in my city. And, like, I dreamed of being, like, an alumni and getting to go on the field in my letterman's jacket and, like, be, like, cute, you know? With, like, I'm, like, oh, yeah, like, I did cheer. Because I did high school cheer. So, like, um, it was a big thing for alumni to come the next year and, like, be at the game. So a lot of us flew back home for the game, and I was one of the ones flying back home. So this is in October of 2019, and I, like, I had a person that would, like, drop me off at the airport, but this time that I was going home, I was like, no, like, I'm going to drive myself, and I'm going to leave my car at the airport. (laughs) So that already, like, says it all. So, because I was, like, I just felt so bad to be, like, oh, can you take me to the airport? Like, can you take me to the airport again? Because, like, I was going home, like, every two to three weeks. So, I felt, like, really annoying. So, I was, like, okay, like, I'm just going to leave my car at the airport and, like, it's going to be fine. Well, I parked at the wrong terminal to start off with. Oh. (laughs) I parked. So, I am in Terminal 4. I think I parked in Terminal 2. Oh, so that's, like, far. Yeah, like, that's, like, far. And then I, like, couldn't find my actual terminal. So I was walking around the airport for, like, 30 minutes, I think. And, like, I think I left to go to the airport maybe, like, an hour and a half. Or, like, no. It had to have been later than that. Because, like, I dropped off my car, and then I had to go in the airport, and then I realized, like, oh, crap, I'm in the wrong terminal. So then I was walking around the airport for, like, ever. And then, like, finally, like, I found, like, the the actual terminal and then my gate. And, like, I feel like I literally just, like, boarded on, like, I got on the plane as soon as I got there because I was, like, running late. And, like, I get really tired, like, in my legs after walking for a long time. So, like, my legs were, like, shaking, basically. And I was, like, freaking out because I was, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm running late. And then um, on the plane ride... Um, this was when I was still a nursing major, and I was doing my anatomy homework. So I was st- scribbling away, doing my anatomy homework, and I was studying for a test that I was going to have the next week. And the lady next to me, she was like, oh, like, what are you working on? And I was like, oh, like, I'm studying to, like, go into nursing school, so I'm doing my anatomy homework. And she was like, oh, good for you, like, studying and stuff. And then I was like, yeah. She's like, you're going to be an awesome nurse. And I was like, thank you. And literally going into that trip... I knew I was going to change my major when I came home. So she told me that, and I was like, oh, crap, like, should I change my major or not? Like, I was like, wait, like, is God trying to tell me something? But um, I obviously ended up changing it, but I thought that was really funny because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm literally changing my major on Monday. Like, when I get back to campus, like, I'm changing it. And she's like, you're going to be a great nurse. And I was like, oh, thank you. So then I, like had my whole trip and I had a great trip it was so fun and everything got to spend time with my family and then this is when it gets really bad (laughs) so I would fly like early in the day it was probably like a Friday I flew in on a Friday and I left on a Sunday night and you 
wait, it was fall back already, so I think we're on the same time zone. But um, I, like, flew back home, and I think when I landed, it was, like, 8 at night. Okay. And I, oh, my gosh, Nicole. <laughs> I, like, I landed, and everything was fine, and then I was, like, okay, like, I need to find my car. And I, like, totally forgot where my car was parked and everything. And, like, once I, like, exited, like, and got my ba- like my baggage, my luggage, I realized, like, there is a parking lot right across from where I'm parked. But that's not where I was parked. And I totally forgot what parking garage I was in and, like, how I got to where I was because I was lost already to start off with, like, the first time around. So I was like, I don't know where my car is. So I got on the Sky Train. <laughs> And I was like, okay, like, this one's going to take me to Terminal 2. So I was like, okay, like, I'm going to go on that one, and I'm going to get to the, to my parking garage, like, that I was in. And it took me to, like, closer to, like, the cell phone lot. Okay. And, like, there's, like, a parking garage there, and it wasn't the right one. But I got off the SkyTrain anyway, because I was like, I think this is the right one. So I got off, and I started walking around, and I was like, this isn't the right one. Like, I'm so lost right now. And I was, like, freaking out, and I was, like, oh, my gosh. So I got back on the SkyTrain, and then, like, I, like, went back, I think, to Terminal 4. And then I was, like, okay, like, from here, like, I'm going to figure it out. So then I walked around the airport again, like, forever. And then, like, finally, I was, like, I think that's the right parking garage. So I, like, went over there, and, like, I got to the parking garage, and I didn't know where my car was parked. And, like, I walked... I think every floor of the parking garage and I couldn't find my car and I was like dude like for sure my car got like towed away or something it didn't okay. but <laughs> guys I'm on my on the, the, the edge of my chair <laughs> um and like oh my gosh I started crying in the parking garage and I was like oh my gosh like this is it like I'm gonna get kidnapped like this is how it's gonna go down And, like, finally, like, I'm standing there in the parking garage, like, crying. I'm, like, crying my eyes out. I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I should have just asked for a ride. Like, why did I have to be like this? So then, finally, I found my car. And, like, oh, my gosh. By the time I found my car, it was, like, almost, it was, like, 9.30, almost 10. And I landed at 8. So it was, like, so bad. And then I went back to campus. And I, like, sat in my room. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't believe that just happened. And my roommate wasn't home, so, like, it was just me by myself in, like, my dorm, and I was, like, oh, my gosh, like, you're kidding, like, this is not happening right now, and, like, I remember just, like, crying, and I was, like, oh, my gosh, like, this is it, and then I, like, as soon as I got to my dorm, I called my sister, and I was, like, I think I want to change my major, and, like, I started crying even more, because I was, like, I should have, like, talked to them while I was home, but I didn't, and it was, like, a whole ordeal, but, um, Everything's good now. <laughs> well, just preface, I will be taking you to the airport. Don't even worry. <laughs> and if you do drive, send me pictures of everything. What floor, what garage. <laughs> we'll take care of you. Yeah, and it was really bad. Like, I'm not going to tell you the exact price. Oh, because it's my car, so expensive to park over. Especially my car was expensive, and it was for two nights. <gasps> Because I left on a Friday and I came back on a Sunday night. Ooh. So it was very, very expensive. But we won't put a price tag on it. <laughs> but that's my my traumatic experience. Okay. So we have shared our stories. And 
a few blessed souls have shared their stories with us <laughs> on the hotline. So we are going to share those. We'll discuss them. Go, we have three, right? We have two voicemails, and then we have two little messages okay. to read off. Of. So let's start with the first voicemail. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Nicole. Um, this is a story about a trip. Um, so I went was out of town and uh, met with this particular person. I'm not going to call them out. They know who they are. But um, we leave my hotel that my, job, that my job had me stay at. And we leave the parking lot. And it's a one-way street, mind you. And as soon as we leave, she turns right instead of left. And... There's a car coming straight towards us, and I about lost my mind because my, I haven't really kind of knew this person, but not really. But I kind of did. But um, yeah, first time getting in the car with her, and she almost killed me. So um, yeah, that's my uh, crazy driving story. So uh, yeah, bye. <laughs> Cold out. Cold out. Dang, Nicole, you need to learn how to drive better. Oh, really? <laughs> So, um, it wasn't me in the car. We'll just say that. It wasn't me in the car with this person. <laughs> Do you have anything to say for yourself, Jackie? <laughs> I don't know my name. <laughs> so, I heard this voicemail before because I thought it was going to be about me. I thought it was going to be about you, too, so I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so, I read the first line and it said, my, the, the hotel that my work got from me I was like <gasps> so I stopped reading I was like Jackie and I was like I did and I didn't tell Jackie this voicemail that what we got so ah. so that's tea <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for calling and sharing that that gave us all um the give me a rush of adrenaline <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything to say Jackie or are we just gonna um yeah so basically what occurred in that voicemail is that this gentleman was in the car with a lovely lady yeah (laughs) and i this lovely lady was entrusted this poor unfortunate soul (laughs) by her best friend and they were going down pch and she accidentally turned on a one-way road and was going against traffic (laughs) um yeah so if anybody else has any traumatic car drives that they've been in with me (laughs) ring the hotline (laughs) 602-492-6032 you know what to do and i would just like to apologize for anyone that gets in a car with jackie if it is um a little unpleasant i i apologize there's only so much i can do okay Next. Anyway. Next message. Next message. (laughs) Okay, so our next message is a little message that was sent to our, um, to the question box on an Instagram story. And it comes from Marino. And Marino, if you're listening, we are so sad we couldn't get your voicemail. (laughs) But next time, next time. So Marino said that the most traumatic time he's had while traveling was having to change paths because their plane was running low on fuel. <gasps> no! <laughs> I think I would cry. I read it, and I was like, there's no way. There's no way that actually happens. My heart is like... <laughs> Dude, I would like... A little bit... 
Like, imagine, like, oh, hello, this is your captain speaking. This is Pilot Pete speaking. <laughs> I am just letting you guys know that we are going to have to change paths because we are running low on fuel, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Copy. Bro, that's scary. <laughs> Dude, imagine. Like, how imagine. low would they have to be to be like, we're, we're switching paths? Yeah. Like, also, where were you traveling to? Oh, what if it was a long flight? It could have been. Maybe. Marino travels to Italy a lot, so. Um, call us on the hotline. Tell us more. We want to know more about the story. Yeah, Marino, if you're listening, call us <laughs> and let us know where you were traveling to and what was going on. And, yeah, let us know because we're very interested and our listeners are very interested, too. Yes. Okay, next one. Um, so this is from my mother. Yeah. This is from my mom, and she said that the most traumatic thing that's happened to her was traveling, it was traveling in Mexico in a taxi, and here's the thing, so they were traveling, and this was, I think, during my senior year of high school that this happened, and um, they were in a taxi, and it's like a two-hour drive from the airport to the town that my dad's from, and, or the, like, village that my dad is from, and they were traveling in a taxi, and the taxi man kept saying, like, oh, on this road, like, a lot of people will get kidnapped. Like, oh, on this road, like, some taxis will, like, kidnap people. And, like... Was he, like, warning them? I don't know. And, like, my mom doesn't know, like, to this day. And they were, like, freaking out. And then he's, like, I think I need to stop for gas. Like, is that okay? And they were, like, no, like, you like you have enough. Like, you can just keep going. Like, you can get gas. Like, once we get to the next town over... And, like, he kept telling them, like, oh, yeah, like, people get kidnapped all the time here on this road. <laughs> Bro, what if he was just, like, I have mercy for you guys. Like, I'm giving you yeah. a chance. That is very – and, like, I mean, traveling in Mex mm-hmm. in general is a little scary. And then in a taxi, like, Ooh. trauma. There was one time that we were – same road, mm-hmm. a different taxi. <laughs> um and the taxi driver was like, oh, like, there's been times where, like, I'll be driving here at night and, like, I'll see, like, ghosts and stuff, like, while I'm driving. <laughs> or, like, not, like, ghosts, but, like... Spirits. Like, spirits will, like, appear and stuff. And he's like, I felt it, like, grab my legs before. And I was like, dude, no. Like, literally, like, no thank you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah. What a time. What a time. Okay. So now we're going to do our last voicemail. And this one's from my mom. (laughs) So this is what she has to say. Hi, girls. This is Nicole's mom. I have a travel story to tell you. When Isaac, well, Nicole's older brother Isaac was born, we were living in Phoenix at the time. And we would travel back and forth. Well, when he was about two, we were going through the potty training phase. And when you're potty training a little toddler, you stop and you do let them go to the bathroom, take them to the bathroom, whenever they need to go to encourage that, that phase. So we were driving from Phoenix, and the boy has to go to the bathroom. Our normally two-and-a-half, three-hour drive took us five hours because we had to stop everywhere. And, of course, it's pouring rain. We try to stop any time that there's an overpass that we can park underneath so this little boy can go to the bathroom. 
So that is our, maybe not, maybe not traumatic, but our uh, funny little travel story. Love you guys. Bye. Love you, mom. <laughs> so yeah, my older brother. Wait, he was Isaac. That's yeah, this happened. was Isaac. <laughs> Dang, dude, Isaac's getting called out. <laughs> yeah. So he was. Yeah, none, the rest of us weren't born yet. And yeah, he was getting potty trained. So when you're potty training, when, honestly, when you're teaching your kids anything, you have to be very consistent for them to mm-hmm. get it. So when you're, especially when you're potty training, you have to really insta- like instill and establish like if you have to go, we go, like so mm-hmm. they don't pee their pants. So yeah, it was storming, and they had to stop underneath all the overpasses for just, and then still like get him to pee outside. <laughs> Didn't he probably like had to go more because it was raining? Like, yeah, he probably heard it and he was like, right, I, I gotta go. go, I gotta go. <laughs> Dude, poor guy. You have to send him this now. <laughs> Say, Isaac, if you're listening, uh, let us know. <laughs> Call in and let us know. Defend yourself. <laughs> What's your side of the story? <laughs> Why did this two-hour drive take five hours? <laughs> He's never met me, and I'm like... Oh. Okay, guys. So, that is our travel stories. But we have a question of the week. And it comes from Michaela. It says, Is there a travel time that you were absolutely terrified, but looking back, you'd do it again? Mm, absolutely terrified. But I would do it again. Do anything? I have two. <laughs> One, um, so it's kind of a thing at GCU to like go to the Grand Canyon. Oh. <laughs> and I, my group of friends, um, freshman year, we decided that we were gonna go for the sunrise. I was the one driving. I didn't sleep. <laughs> um, and. I like I drove all the way there and all the way back and I was definitely like tired but like I was fine you know like we made it safely like it wasn't like I was falling asleep mm-hmm. but like I was tired but like it was so worth it and like I would do it again but maybe not drive like I would be a passenger for sure okay. you know mm-hmm. and then my other one is another time that I was tired <laughs> my parents are gonna be like Dude, like, don't let her drive. <laughs> Take her um, license away. Seriously. Uh, Catherine and I came to Phoenix for the weekend. Or not for the weekend. For literally less than 24 hours in September of last year, 2020. And we came for an event. And um, we were driving back home to California. Um, and I was exhausted. Because, like, we barely slept. And, like, the night before, I was, like really scared that we were gonna get like kidnapped for sleep <laughs> every scary story i'm like i'm gonna get kidnapped but um i was really scared that we were gonna get kidnapped in our hotel so i like did not sleep like the whole night like i slept but like like i would sleep for like 30 minutes and then i would wake up and then i'd be like okay like we're fine so then i go back to sleep and like it was just like back and forth and back and forth of me like i'm, I'm good but like i'm not um so that was really bad and then so the whole drive home i like was trying to blast music like trying to keep myself awake but, like, like it wasn't, like, scary or, like, terrifying. But, like, I would do it again. Like, for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I'm trying to think. I don't have any other stories. I feel like I've never been terrified. What's one you said that you... Oh, for you? Um, so, for my... <clears throat> what I would think could be a response for Jackie. I don't know if she would do it again. But, um, 
for my birthday this year, we went to Coronado <gasps> Beach. Oh and gosh. in order to get to Coronado Beach, you have to go on this huge bridge. My hands are sweating. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not afraid of heights. So it was no, it was breeze in the day for me. But Jackie had to drive by herself to meet us in Coronado Beach. And um, Jackie's not a fan of you want to you want to continue on for this part? I'm scared of heights. And <laughs> I it's a really tall bridge. Like, I don't know. Like, it's ridiculously tall. It is. And I didn't know I needed to go on that bridge to get to where we were going. So I got on the bridge. And as I was going, I was like, dude, like one little wrong. Like, I like barely turned the wheel. <laughs> I barely turned the wheel. And like, it is game over. Like, I am in the water. And like, oh my gosh, it was so scary. Would do it again. <laughs> Just for you yeah, though. it was a very tall and narrow bridge. Like there yeah. were there there was a cinder block barricade, like median on the like your, the driver's side, mm-hmm. and then on the on the passenger side, I think it was just like a gate or whatever. Like yeah, scene. like it was literally like oh no, it was so bad. So like, like either side, if you were to hit it, like. Game, game over, over for everybody. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. It was really scary. Mm. Yeah. But that's what I thought was going to be your story. No. <laughs> like, I like, forgot been. about that. <laughs> Dang. All of mine are like me driving. <laughs> like, ah. people call and like complain about my driving. <laughs> it's going to be like, so, um, this is anonymous, aka me calling in. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, which one of the many? <laughs> You know what? We get to where we're going safely every time. Mm-hmm. And that is what matters. Yeah. Truthfully. Yeah. Very true, very true. Yeah. I would say we're both, like, decent drivers. Yeah. I feel like I'm a safe driver. I just get outwardly, like, like I will be like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. But, like, it's not because I'm actually scared. It's more so I'm concerned for the person's in the car with me. Because when it's just me by myself, I'm like, well, like, whatever. That was someone just cut me off on was gone in a car accident. Don't care. I like you praying a rosary. She's like, if I just died right now, like I'd be holding a rosary. <laughs> like, nice. And then like if I had someone else in the car, I'm like, oh my god, they are ah, so sorry. But so like, sorry. I I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, you don't even know my name. <laughs> I don't even play by the rules of game. <laughs> okay, guys, so that was our trauma. Wednesday. <laughs> it was actually a lot of fun. Because, like, both Jack and I shared stories that, like, neither one of us knew of each other. Yeah. Like, the whole extent of uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. So, it was really fun to be able. And then to, like, hear your guys' stories that, like, we kind of already knew, but, like, not really. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Marino, if you're listening. <laughs> Let us know. We want to know more. <laughs> yeah. Call us. Call the hotline. 602-492-6032. Um, so with that, we just want to ex- open up our Instagram to you guys and the hotline. Send us some DMs. We'll probably have a poll on it right before, like a few days before next week's episode comes out. Keep an eye out for that. Um, call us at the hotline. Share your funnies, not so funnies, or just honestly any story that you want to share with us. We love to hear from you guys. It makes like this week compared to last week, having your guys' actual voices yeah. really made the difference. Um, and if you're Marino, definitely call and let oh us know. Oh my goodness, poor guy. He's like, it's like, bro, I get it. Like, I'll call. 
Oh. Also, for anyone wondering, um, Marino is my friend from my young adults group back home. <laughs> it's not just a random person. Like, <laughs> I'm like attacking like <laughs> a listener. That is it. So we will talk to you guys next, next week. Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.